Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Welcome back to the show. You got me all to yourself today, and I am feeling so inspired. For some reason, I wanted to dance, and so I decided I was going to watch Homecoming again because why not? And it deserves to be watched as often as possible because it is just everything, right? It is true art. And if you haven't yet seen Homecoming, first of all, what spaceship have you been on? Second of all, I'm not mad at you. Third of all, get your remote, head over to Netflix before you even listen to this and get your life together so that we can talk about this afterwards. Anywho, back. So I'm watching Homecoming with my six-year-old. Yes, can you believe she's six now? I cannot. But she's six going on at least 17. And we're watching Homecoming, y'all. And I was so inspired, again, for so many reasons, right? So I'm looking at Beyonce, who I just so happen to really admire as a businesswoman more than I admire anything else. I think she's a great performer. I think she's a great entertainer. But it's that businessman of hers and, you know, that just gets me going. Like, I don't care about if she releases another album ever, which I would be sad. Don't get me wrong. But it's the business because I know that that's like a distraction from her owning and shutting stuff down. But she knows where she rises, right? She knows what works for her. Oh my gosh, so much inspiration. I'm getting excited all over just talking about the episode. So I'm watching this show, right? And then this time I picked up on her saying 200 people. She worked with 200 people to create Beachella, also known as Coachella, okay? 200 people. First of all, just designing the stage. Let's talk about the things that I could see just that had to be done to even get us to be able to watch Homecoming and the comfort of wherever the hell we want to watch it from. First of all, she had to know that I need to record this. I've been asked to be at Coachella. Let me document this, which I know she has a film crew that follows her a lot, but bear with me here, okay? She had to get a film crew. She had to hire choreographers. She had to hire musicians. She had to um, have editing. She had to have rehearsal spaces, which she rented out three sound stages, which I guarantee was not cheap. She had to have designers. She had to reach out to those major designers who always design her costumes at this point because she's come a long way. We'll go back to that. Now, let's stop. Let's give that a moment. You guys heard Ty Hunter on the show way back when talk about how when he first started, became a stylist for Destiny's Child, Beyonce, and all all the good folks there, they couldn't get anybody, even loan them anything. So that means no designers, no nobody. Now all you got to do is just breathe the word Beyonce and a designer probably give you their firstborn child to be able to dress the queen bee. So let's just, just keep that thought. Keep that thought. I'm coming back to it. I promise. She had to hire people to watch her kids. She had to be away from her children. She had to probably have a nutritionist, a trainer, so many things, right? And I say that because I'm checking off her to-do list, you know, and I deal with this all the time. I literally can give a task and it has three steps to it and people become flabbergasted. People act like they don't know where to start. Well, you just got to start, y'all. 
Here's the thing. There, that to-do list had to be ever going. And I guarantee you, because she is a creator, she probably still watches Homecoming and looks at what went wrong and wishes she had done it better. Because that happens to be just how perfectionists are and Virgos are. And I have no doubt that she is 100% a type A Virgo. I can see it in her crystal clear. There's nothing wrong with that because I am one too. And hey, that's how we get things done. But I look at that list. And I wonder how many of us are literally twiddling our thumbs saying we don't know how to start or where to start because the damn list is too long. Y'all, you didn't have to. Beyonce started training for Coachella when she was nine years old. You saw her on the Grammy. She's been working since she was nine. You heard her. That's why it's excellent. I say that because so many times we come up with an idea, right? And it doesn't take off. Look at Brunch and Slay. I came up with Brunch and Slay in 2016, and meditation had no clue where it was going there was ups and downs been ups and downs since i started it right i could have easily thrown in the towel so many times but you keep plugging every time i thought i wanted to quit something good would happen to remind me to stay on course beyonce could have unplugged back in the destiny's child days when they had member issues a couple of times right she didn't she kept going she could have stopped and said, hey, I got three babies now. I'm going to take some time off. She didn't. She kept going. She could have stopped when she had a single that doesn't hit number one right off the bat. She could have felt like her whole world was over when she had marital problems, when she had miscarriages, when she had go on and on and on and on, right? I'm using this as an example. Please don't misinterpret me using this as an example as idolization because Beyonce is human and she puts her pants on one leg at a time and jumps in them just like the rest of us. So let me be clear. I'm saying this because she's what we can see and she is of that age group that is very close to me. So I looked at it and I was so inspired by her determination. Eight months went in to practice before we even saw Coachella, before they even thought about it. She said she practiced with the band for four months before she even brought in one dancer. You know why? Because she knew it had to be right. I love the part in the video when she says, I'm looking at this video and something's not right because I need the people at home to feel what we're feeling when we're making this right now. That right there gave me all the chills. It gave me all the chills because she knew who she was targeting and how she wanted them to feel. The same thing we talk about all the time in business for folks who are always talking about, I only have 200 likes. I only have 50 likes. We'll talk to those 200. Give them exactly what they want because you know what they want. Don't worry about those other people. I guarantee you, no matter where you are in building whatever you're doing, if you do it for the people who are supporting you, who are believing in you, it will trickle down. It will have a snowball effect and you will not have to be fake. You will not have to copy other people's intellectual property. You can be inspired by it because you should. That's what true art does. It, it gives you inspiration. But all the extra and back and forth that we're doing to try to be something that we're not, just be you. Every time folks get famous, look at Cardi B. Be you, boo. Be you, be you, be you, be you, be you. How many times have I said it? Okay, so eight months, one year before we even get to see her get on the stage, it's practice. Practice, practice, practice. Not only that, now I don't know if Beyonce already had the deal with Netflix, but if she didn't, she knew that there was somebody who would buy it because HBO had already purchased her concerts before. She knew that she had a great prototype that she could build on, and she knew. So imagine how much money she had to, in good faith, put up on the front end to rent out three sound stages. A sound stage, okay, watch the video, right? You're in California. That's where they build, create movies. 
right? It's a sound stage. It is not cheap. Not only that, you got to pay all these people. You got the best dancers, the best choreographers, the best musicians, the best uh arrangers you got the best everybody so she's not cutting corners she's investing in people paying them what they're worth so they give her their all so this goes back to cutting corners so i know a lot of us say this i'm a small business i don't have money i can't afford you can't afford not to the big game changer for me in business when i really realized i needed to go ahead and create a digital agency and stop just doing it from brunch and slay and let brunch and slay open open up a media agency was when i started delegating when I bit down on my bottom lip and as tough as it was, I started paying for a marketing assistant. I started paying for people to do different things. It freed up time for me to be able to say yes to projects and opportunities that brought in more resources and revenue, which changed everything for me. Had I not been able to delegate and see opportunities for my funds, I would still be probably working in corporate America, trying to figure out how to make it work. And that's just the truth. The moment I had pressure on myself to bring in a certain amount of revenue is when ideas came to me freely, right? So think outside the box. More Brunch and Slay after this. Hey y'all, this episode was brought to you by brunchandslay.com. It's your one-stop platform that you can go to to inspire or be inspired, get connected and cultivate everything you need to live your best life. You know that I believe that no one can go through life without focusing on their health, their self, and their wealth to have the most unique experience while you're here on this planet. That's why I created brunchandslay.com so that we can shine a light on all those things and all the people who are helping us create a better world by increasing their knowledge on those things. Those folks you hear on the show every day. Head on over to brunchandslay.com and subscribe. And now back to Brunch and Slay. So the commitment, let's talk about that part. There's so much commitment when it comes to recognizing your dreams. This lady said she was eating no sugar, no alcohol, God bless her heart, no fish, no fun, no nothing good on her plate until she could get to where she knew she needed to be. Now, mind you, is that extreme? Uh, Yes, but when you have God-sized dreams, they call for extreme measures. And guess what? She had the willpower and she had the know-how and the follow-through to get it done, even though that was soul cycle twice a day and rehearsals or whatever the case may be and climbing steps. Get it, girl. Get it. Right? Now, I'm sure y'all are saying, well, if I was getting paid Beyonce money, I'd have motivation too. Well, before Beyonce was getting paid Beyonce money, she was running around the bayou in McGregor. Okay, in Houston, singing Do Re Mi Fa So La Ti Do with her daddy. Okay, and she was getting it in, right? Before she had solo career, she was dealing with the pains and the angst of not having the proper employees in the system. Y'all, I'm about to go to church here because it's so real. If you ever had a bad hire, you know how crippling that can be for a small business. Destiny's Child, I've said a billion times, was not supposed to survive the first two members leaving because most girl bands just can't handle it, right? Second girl leaving shouldn't have survived, but they did. They flourished and we still jam their CDs. We still jam their music. I don't know about a CD. I don't even own any anymore, but we stream them. We listen. We have it. Y'all, I hope the person who's supposed to hear this today remembers that hiccups will come. But anything worth having is worth working for and worth putting in the time for. I won't call it a sacrifice because when I look back on the blessings that I've been bestowed and the mountains I've climbed and the great rewards that have come, those 
things that it took to get there don't hurt me anymore. I see them as just leveling up. I see them as opportunities to get to the next level because the people who are where I wanted to be, or who I'm standing next to now, who are helping me get to the next level, which I'm working to be right now, that's keeping me up late at night, that had a couple of circles under my eyes. I'm not saying that it's great to deprive your body of sleep. I'm just saying there's a season for everything. And sometimes that means no sugar, no alcohol, no going to the family barbecues, no paying extra for that steak dinner because it's somebody's birthday. Again, what you do is you send them a beautiful love letter and you tell them why you value them and having them in your life and you invite them over and you cook dinner at your house, you break bread. That doesn't mean don't celebrate. It means step back so you can take a leap forward. And she got that. She gets that. That's why she stays winning. You know, the only competition you should have right now is yourself. That's who I'm competing with. I don't even follow. I tell y'all this all the time. I don't follow people who even create a sprinkle or a little drop of pixie dust of envy, angst, or jealousy because I'm human. You don't recognize this envy until it's too late. You don't recognize you're jealous until it's too late. I don't want to live like that. So I don't follow that. Right. If I do anything, it's inspiration. And most of the time, honestly, I I would even say I don't follow because I'm not on social media like that comparing. I don't have time for social media like that because I'm building for this dream. So I totally felt that from Beyonce. Right. So here's the question. How bad do you want it? That's what I'm asking myself. How bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough to say no fish, no alcohol, no sugar, go to bed on time, drink that water? You want to drop those 10 pounds by summer, then do what you got to do. You want to get that promotion, raise your hand, come in early, stay late for a season, anticipate the ask of your supervisor slash manager slash VP slash CEO, whomever you're direct, you directly report to, anticipate that if you want to win. How bad do you want it? Do you want that dream partner bad enough to say no to the in-between times? Because that in-between time is distracting you from your dream time. Okay, your dream time is when you're manifesting, when you are visualizing the life that you want. The more you visualize it, the more you see yourself reaching that goal, the more action you put behind it. That's just how your brain works. Your brain doesn't know the difference between fantasy or reality. Think about it. Have you ever just replayed a good moment in your life and your your body feels happy and full of joy? You replay a bad moment in your life where you had to check somebody or go left. Where does your body feel angst and disappointment? So as you're dreaming about your dream life and you're laying there and you're enjoying the moment and you're enjoying that feel, your body is saying, I have this already. You are placing your order into the universe and the universe only knows how to give you what you ask for. It does not stop and slow down to get to you until you let doubt other people's thoughts and all that self-pity. All that does is put your dream at the bottom of the list. What does that mean? No, that does not mean, yes, I'm going to dream for a million dollars tonight and it's going to come tomorrow. It could. We do have that power. But nine times out of 10, there's going to be some self-doubt, some forgiveness or whatever the case may be that pop in. But that doesn't mean that it will linger so long that I won't remember, oh, I have that patent that I need to go ahead and put into good use. And that million dollars could be a quarter away, right? Or six months away. Right. I didn't mean to get on here today and and really go to church, y'all, but we got to go to church because we have to stay motivated and we have to find motivation in the little things. And nobody does it like Queen B. And that's why everybody loves her. Y'all notice that? What did she say? Always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. I'm sure she does a lot of eye rolling, a lot of why are you talking to me like this? Now, one thing I have to learn from how to do that Queen B showed me is my facial expressions, y'all. I can't. 
I can't. I can't. She's very good at telling people she didn't raise her voice once. I would have been like so bleep. They would have to beep out a lot of stuff and the voice raising. Because if I start to say it past four times, y'all, I'm done. Like, why are you working here? Why are you working here? Because you're supposed to be number one. If you're number one, then why the hell am I repeating myself? I'm just saying, okay, I had to get I had to get that out of my system. Okay. So we have to go back to the line that I love from Beyonce. And it's, I dream it. I work hard. I grind till I own it. So again, how bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough to dream about it? Mm. Do you want it bad enough to work hard for it? And when I say work hard, I don't mean painful. I mean, do the work, not cut the corners. Coming in early, staying a little late, anticipating the ask of your clients, of your consumers, of your management, of your children, of your husband. How bad do you want your marriage to work? How badly do you want your children to admire their mother? How badly do you want to be a good example for your siblings? How bad? Grinding. Now, when I say grind, I, I, I like grinding a little bit more than hustling because hustling is long term. Grinding is temporary. I'll grind, you know, to reach a goal. I can grind for a couple of hours, right? Are you willing to grind for it? That means saying no. That means turning that ringer off. I can't tell y'all how many friends um, have put me on the back burner because of me building my dreams. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because it's no malice. It's no love. It's no love lost. When I need them, they are there. But they also probably don't call me like they used to all willy nilly because I don't have the ability or the freedom to just answer my phone and chit chat. I typically have to schedule my calls. I know that turns people off, but I know what I'm building. And I know what I dreamed of and I know what I'm working hard for and I know what I'm grinding for for to own it. So make no excuses. You owe no one nothing. Right. Tell people where you are and they will meet you there and they probably will start cheering for you and asking about it. And you'd be surprised how much they want to see you succeed and own it. I own the fact that I'm building something. I own the fact that where I'm going, everybody is not headed. I own the fact that creating takes time and it takes power and it takes some sacrifice away from the people we love. That doesn't mean you tap out and you're not there. You find other ways to be there, right? So how bad do we want it? Mm. How bad you want to fix your credit, girl? How bad you want to save that money? How bad you want to have that bucket list answer? Sometimes, y'all, life demands extreme measures. And I just want you to know that if she can, I can, we all can. Beyonce is a human. She bleeds blood if she's cut just like us. Her heart breaks if it's broken just like us. But we too can find our way to our homecoming. 